I got great news, guys. Oh. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thank you very much, Yang. Hey, sports fans, Cam Stewart here with your sports grid news and betting update. You want that edge? Sports cappers, you got to get on the grid. The Rays owner, quote-unquote, can't envision the team staying in Tampa Bay full-time. The Rays might not be relocating soon, but owner Stu Sternberg isn't optimistic about the team's future in Central Florida. The Rays recently abandoned talks with the city of St. Petersburg that would allow them to start the Montreal experiment before the lease of the Tropicana field expires in 2027. Meanwhile, the Montreal group led by businessman Stephen Brofman has indicated it's still committed to making the plan work and for games to be played in Montreal in the future. Tampa Bay finished 29th in attendance in 2019, averaging only 14,734 fans in the regular season. After the Yankees signed Garrett Cole, the L.A. Dodgers shifting their focus to free agent Southpaw Madison Gardner, sources telling Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic. The 30-year-old Bumgarner has spent 11 seasons in San Fran, a four-time All-Star. He's also been a top-10 finalist for the Cy Young four times. The Dodgers were amongst the three most aggressive suitors for Cole before the, he signed that massive nine-year, $324 million contract with the New York Yankees late Tuesday night. Yes, Yang broke that story for us. The Cole signing has also boosted the New York Yankees to the MLB's top board. The betting board here, they're the favorite to win the next World Series. They've gone from 6-1 to one before the deal. They now sit at 3-1 and one with Cole to win it all. Dodgers 6-1, to one, Houston 7-1, to one, Atlanta 14, and defending champion Washington, they're also 14-1. to one. A study commissioned by the MLB attributed the 2019 home run surge to inconsistent seam heights on baseballs, as well as players' uh, changes in behavior that led to altered launch angles and exit velocities. This from Jeff Passan of ESPN. A record 6,776 regular season home runs were hit this past year. The Yankees and Twins both surpassing the 300 mark. In the NFL, Vikings star receiver Adam Thielen expected to make his return Sunday against the L.A. Chargers, barring a setback in practice. This is from Adam Schefter. Thielen has missed the last four games with a hammy injury. The 29-year-old amassed 27 receptions for 391 yards and six TDs in eight games. LSU head coach Ed Ogeron has been named the Home Depot NCAA Football Coach of the Year. LSU earning its first CFE Perth. Uh, by going 12-0 in the regular season and beating Georgia in the SEC title game as well. They play Oklahoma December 28th in the Peach Bowl. Willie Taggart finalizing a deal to become the next football head coach at Florida Atlantic. Taggart fired from Florida State and former FIU coach Lane Tiffin. He took the gig with Ole Miss in the SEC. Busy night in the NBA. We got 11 games, four games at seven. Houston minus 11.5 at Cleveland, total 229.5. Boston laying one at Indiana, 209. Lakers minus eight at Orlando, 212 and a half. We got the Clippers minus two and a half at Toronto, 221 and a half. The big story, the return of Kawhi Leonard for the first time in Toronto since helping the Raptors win that NBA title. Today, thank the amazing Raptor fans in the city for their support during the championship run. 730, Charlotte and Brooklyn, Nets minus 10, 216. Eight o'clock, Atlanta at Chicago, Bulls minus five, 221. Utah laying a point and a half at Minnesota, 222 and a half. 9 o'clock action. Memphis at uh, Phoenix. Phoenix minus 7, 230 and a half, 930. We got New Orleans and Milwaukee. Bucks minus 9 and a half, 232. 10 o'clock OKC at Sacramento. Kings minus 1 and a half, 208. And the Knicks are at Golden State. Warriors minus 5, 211. Top 25 uh, hoops tonight in the NCAA. 8 o'clock Omaha at number 15, Arizona. Wildcats laying 19 and a half, 147. 9 p.m. number 5, Michigan at Illinois. 
The Illini, minus one and a half, 145. Three games on frozen water, 7 o'clock Boston at Washington. Caps minus 135, 6. 7.30, Ottawa at Montreal. The Canadians laying 60 cents. Six and a half is your total. 9.30, we got Philly and Colorado. Avs minus 155, total six. The President's Cup Golf Tournament underway in a few minutes' time. The tourney will tee off at 5.32 from Melbourne Golf Club in Melbourne, Australia. USA big favorites, minus 260. Internationals, plus 260. Draw 12 to 1. And the event kicks off with the feature pairing Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas taking on Ozzy Mark Leishman and Joaquin Neiman of Chile. So, hey, we got that in Champions League Soccer Finals. Manchester City beat Dynamo Zagreb. 4-1. Atalanta beat Shakhtar 4-0. They move on to the final 16. Juventus 2, Bayern Leverkusen 0. Real Madrid 3, Club Bruges 1. Bayern Munich took out Tottenham 3-1. Atletico Madrid 2, Lokomotiv Moscow 0. PSG smoked Galatasaray 5-0. And Olympiacos beat Servana Zvezda 1-0 there. So hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage. From the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, we'll talk to Mark Lawrence and Gamblu today. We love Wednesdays on the show. Red Heat and Rage, Hour 1 on SportsGrid is coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Get on the grid, sports grid. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down uh, here on whatever day it is. I don't know. doesn't matter. Uh, I know there's a lot of games. I know it's Mark Lawrence, and I know it's Gamble, so it must mean it's Wednesday. Uh, says, uh, Wednesdays are always, um, you know, packed. Great show. A lot of picks. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to break down. Uh, we've got news pretty much in every sport. Baseball, Garrett Cole uh, signs. Uh, Rendon. Uh, winning on $250 million uh, right now as we speak. Um, NFL football, well, here's our main man over here. What up, Seahawk Joe? Seahawk Joe in the house uh, early. He's got a Seahawk lid on uh, right now. And you got to love Joe, uh, Cam, security here. Uh, You know, he likes to have a few. And uh, we said, Joe, why don't you come on? And he's like, nah, nah. And I'm like, come on. He goes, listen, I owe people too much money, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Seahawk Joe. What's up, Cam? <laughs> That's the best. He goes, I owe, show. he goes, I owe too much money. He goes, I owe too much money to be going on TV, game. I can't go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we all got problems, Seahawk Joe. And, you know, we're transparent on the show. I got to tell you, the hockey picks last night were in the toilet till in-game live. And I got to tell you, Marenzi, with this live betting stuff, we talk about a little bit more. I'm going to bet way less at the start of these games than Wade. It's just a way better yeah, yeah. strategy a lot of the time. Unless you, unless you have something, like that's our new one. Remember, we have a speech all the time. Our old chalkboard we had at our old job. You know, don't do this. The do's and don'ts of gambling. Teasers. We've had the talk. Uh, money management. Well, we're going to put in-game live preferred, and I think, on the list, too, because you can get such better numbers. You know, nailed the Kings last night. The Leafs totals went down from six and a half. I lose it originally, get it late. So that's the way we're going to do it now. More in-game, less uh, before the game. That's the way, I, that's the way I'm going to roll in the new year or tonight. So the New York New York Yankees, and I agree, I agree with the, uh, the in-game. It's tough. You know, you, you got to bet a little bit, yeah. but you know what, Cam? Let's get into this actually uh, during a segment, actually, sure. with Mark Lawrence about this little betting strategy because I think you raise a very, sure. very good point. Uh, Thank you. Little, little deeper. Now I'm going to take it a step further. But Yankees aren't the only ones to get a pick, uh, pitcher in New York, Cam. 
Waka Waka. Uh, the Mets waka, waka. Uh, signed Michael Waka, pending a uh, physical. He's, yeah, he's going to become uh, their their fifth fifth starter replacement uh, for uh, for Zach uh, Wheeler uh, right now. So we'll keep our eye on this. Just a one year deal, but you know, let's not forget about there's another team in the city that had a pretty good year last year in the Mets. They're coming down the stretch at Gulfstream. Yeah, Gulfstream. Right now. Yeah. yeah, big, big. Love that wow. track. Gulfstream's beautiful. Is that a fifteen to one? Uh, a three horse. No, nah, it's a four to five. The three, four to five one. Yeah, and uh, the dude, Too much dude next to us just slammed his fist on the uh, the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my daily double. Oh, he looked over. It's just some dude. Just anger, went, uh, yeah. He's shaking Four his head. It's just like, uh, it'll put you in the poorhouse. <laughs> NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. It's got the feel of a big night here tonight. I don't know what it is. Like it's, uh, you know, Cam, actually it's Wednesday. You've got Gulfstream. You've got Turf Paradise. Um, uh, but I'm looking uh, right now at, uh, at the patrons uh, here. And uh, you'd, you'd love it here today, Cam. They're all here today. <laughs> the Surly Regulars and our main man, Angelo's over here right now. Angelo's <laughs> Angelo. going through his pocket. He's counting his, he's counting his money right now. <laughs> New the devil Angelo. <laughs> He's got the old devil's colors, green and scar- scarlet, man. That was no, awesome. Dude, I like those old devil's dude, I don't jerseys. Know. <laughs> I'm telling you, this guy, Angelo, I bet you he lives in like a big house and stuff. Oh, I'm sure he, he lives. Yeah. He's, he's like one of these dudes. There was like a lady in my neighborhood when I was a kid. She was like, you know, she was like a bag lady. You know what I mean? She had like a shopping cart. And she used to come to the park where everyone would drink, and people would throw bottles at her. <laughs> Not, like, try to hit her, but, hey, hey, yo. And they'd drink their, hey, take it. You know what I mean? They'd throw. And all day, she's walking around the park picking stuff up. You'd see her, like, walking down the street, picking cans up. And then one day, somebody's like, yo, bro, I saw that lady in the park, huh? And they're like, she's got a nice car. I saw her buying groceries. And everyone's like, nah, nah, it's not her. And they're like, I'm telling you, it's her. And it turned out it was, man. It was like, yeah, that was just her thing, bro. Like, you know what I mean? She was an old Italian was lady, man. And she she lived in a nice house. And, yeah, she used to go to the park and, like, pick just pick bottles up and stuff. But she had cash. So I swear, there's some dudes here where, like I told you, my main man, Gary, that lives in a van. Like, the FanDuel guy said, no, he beats us sometimes. I'm like, what, for, like, 20 bucks? He's like, no, no, man. He goes, sometimes he bets, like, 500 on games and he wins. <laughs> you'd never respect it. You look at this guy, you think this guy don't have five bucks in his pocket. But uh, it's actually smart. 
and, and Mark Lawrence can attest to this. Mark, you've been around a while. People that try to, like, show off and prove they're rich usually aren't. <laughs> it's the ones that, like, smart rich people don't need to show off, right? And, you know, especially if you're hanging around a track. The last thing you need is a target on your back. Hey, look at me. You got exactly. crazy mics sometimes running out of here. Hey, I just won 60,000, guys. He's, like, holding <laughs> to his ear like a phone. It's like, bro, you're going to get shot. <laughs> like, let's bring Mark Lawrence in. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing great, Gabe. How you doing, Cam? How you doing, bud? Hey, good, good stuff, Mark. Good, Mark. I was just talking. You, you've spent a lot of time at tracks, Mark, and you got to love the characters that are a daily track like Gulfstream or the Meadowlands or Woodbine. Like, you've never met a character until you met a guy that goes to the track every day. <laughs> you know, I, I'm really impressed you guys are really catching on to horse racing right now. And uh, it's really, to a horse racing fan, as I have been growing up most of my life, I love hearing you guys talk the horse racing lingo. And uh, before you know it, you guys might end up being horse racing degenerates sooner than later. I think we've already been horse owners. That didn't end (laughs) yet. That didn't end well. (laughs) I bet horse racing every day. Like every day we're doing the show in the afternoon. I got HPI TV on. I'm usually, no, I'm not smashing it going degenerate but I, pl- I play the ponies consistently <laughs> yeah cam plays more than i do i just hang out here um yeah. <laughs> i call it the it, this place is a mental asylum uh with uh where yes. you're allowed to sports bet and bet on horses that's <laughs> it's like they say it's like a i even look at it like a hospital when i roll in now <laughs> like i look in it's like owning a batman i'm like yeah yeah we're back at gotham asylum here and uh, let's say you're allowed to bet it's like a mental ward but you're allowed to bet <laughs> so mark lawrence uh with us uh, Mark, it's the calm before the storm uh, right now. Have you begun your uh, your preparations for the bowl games, uh, digging yeah, in working, uh, to, to bowl season? Yeah, we're working on it right now, Gabe, with our Playbook College Bowl Stat Report. It's going to be ready, available on Monday, so we're getting knee-deep into putting all the numbers together, and there are a lot of numbers to put together. It's like I say it's like putting a playbook magazine together in one week getting it ready for the ball games but uh nonetheless it will be available next monday well i look forward to it i can't wait uh mark and we should note uh in the playbook uh, right now mark has the addition of some college uh, basketball uh as well uh nba breakdowns of uh, future games some really really cool stuff so cam brought something up interesting uh, earlier mark about we talk a lot about in-game we do a show called in-game live and um, in-game betting, I don't know if you realize how big it is and people out there, but here in the state of New Jersey, Mark, um, it's like $500 million a month being taken in already. You know, 450 430 500 it bounces around in that range. Uh, FanDuel is pretty much the leader. You know, DraftKings is big, but FanDuel is the beast here uh, for good reason. They're the best. So, you know, you got, you got FanDuel is, is um, you know, because they, they have the property here. So, like, that, they're the 1,000-pound the gorilla in the market. They have the Meadowland property. But my point is, 80% of the action mark at FanDuel is in-game. It blew my mind. Wow. Only 20% of the bets they take are bozos like me that walk up to the window before the game all the time. (laughs) It's all in-game, in-game, in-game. And you get better odds in-game. If you're patient, you just wait it out, you let the game flow go, and instead of laying 160 with a hockey team, you get them at plus 160. Uh, you know, football, wait it out. You know, other team kicks a field goal first, suddenly, boom, you got something, you know, yep. you're getting plus money. I Like, 
you show patience. I see it every night. Every night, almost in every game, you're like, damn, I could have got this team at like plus 140 instead of laying minus 180. And you're like, wow. So me and, me and Cam talk about this. And, Mark, you talk about how point spreads don't matter in the NFL. And if you're going to play an underdog, I believe, you sprinkle on a money line as well. So we talk, all right, you split it in half. Uh, and I'm almost starting to think now, guys, this is the approach we need to take, Cam, within game. You know what I mean? Like, all right, you're going to take the point spread and the money line, but think about it now. All right, I'm going to bet this game, but let's say you bet 100 bucks a game, Cam. Say, all right, I'm only going to put 50 bucks on this before the game, but I'm allotting yep. $50 for an in-game bet on this game. I think that's the way exactly. we have to start approaching this, Cam. And then we can say, hey, look, I had the Bruins at minus 130, but I also cashed it, or I also hit the in-game under 3.5 or over 3.5. You see it every night, Cam. There's so many opportunities with this in-game stuff. Another point, Gabe, I want to make in hockey especially, and I know a lot of pe- more people since we've been doing the show have been betting it, that Leafs total from 6.5 to 3.5 and 4s because of a scoreless first period. And both of those games went over last night. The Vegas game eventually got six goals, and the Leafs game uh, went over with five. So, yeah, Gabe, I, I think that's the approach we got to take. We can ask Mark. He's got the da- database and the knowledge. I know it's a little bit bigger in Vegas. Remember, we were down there, Mark. We saw Teddy doing a feature about the end game. It started to get hot. How's it doing down there? Because in Jersey, it's kicking ass. Well, you know, one, we don't have uh, legal wagering in Florida here, so I can only base what I'm hearing off in the offshores or what you guys are telling me or what Vegas is. But, you know, it appears from what Gabe was saying that uh, it's all about value. Everything we do is first and foremost about value. And when you assess a situation, much like you did the hockey game, where a total started out at six and a half and then in game went down to three and a half because of a scoreless first period. Uh, I think what the person does is they take a step back and look at the game and say, okay, if this game was in their eyes expected to play to six and a half goals, and now it's expected to play to three and a half goals, where's the value lie? The value lies at going over the three and a half goals to get the game back to where the original number was. And I think that's the general principle when it comes to in-game wagering, looking for that value in that play. Yeah, I'm still wondering about Cam's question yeah. too, Mark. When he said uh, where, where where you are down there, I'm thinking where's no, where's Mark? Where the he's in Vegas. I said, oh, I forgot he's in Florida, Gabe. Sorry, <laughs> I keep on thinking Mark's in Vegas. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> nice save, Sorry, Mark's Mark. Like, wow, we don't have gambling here, but for the record, for a little bit, a little bit outside there, Gabe. <laughs> just yeah, 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 just. Normally, the manager, I'm walking to the mound. Now I'm looking over to my third baseman. Hey, hey, hey you threw it over our first baseman's head here, buddy. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> but, uh, air on third base. Yeah, air on third base. But it should be legalized in Florida, but they, they rejected it because they put it on something. They said, oh, you legalize sports betting, but we're going to take away funding for, like, school buses for handicapped kids. They put it in some weird term that it wasn't going to work. Michigan passed sports betting today. Michigan, job well done. That should pressure Ontario. All right, we'll hit the football. Mark Lawrence on the other side. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel drafting this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and a whole lot more. Save 10% on NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com slash DUNK. DailyRoto.com where millionaires are made. Now, Gabe, back with our guest, Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mark uh, Mark Lawrence uh, with his playbook.com. Uh, Let's jump into some football. Uh, Mark's got to get going uh, after this uh, segment. So Thursday night football, I, I don't know why they have to subject us to this, but we just had to watch the New York Giants attempt to play football. And uh, now we got to watch the New York Jets on national television. Baltimore Ravens laying 14 and a half. The Jets uh, story of the week, Mark, is Lev Bell went bowling. Ooh. Uh, that, that's that's what passes for a controversy nowadays. Joe Ranieri had a great point this morning. He said, you know, Lev Bell went bowling. It's a big deal. He goes, I miss the days when Plasco Burris was, like, shooting himself in the foot in nightclubs and stuff <laughs> when you actually had something. <laughs> like, uh, like, it's true. Like, they made it seem like the biggest deal yesterday. And even Le- Le'Veon Bell's like, just F off. Like, I like they, they all the media, do you regret it? No. He goes, no, I rolled 251. <laughs> Because I don't regret it. <laughs> um, so we have the Jets and the Ravens, Mark. Uh, Ravens were in a real fight with the Bills. That was a close football game. They ended up covering the number. The Bills had the ball late. They just couldn't punch it into the end zone. Um, so the Ravens have been rolling along, becoming a very trendy trendy team uh, right now. Everybody that hated Lamar before all thinks he's the greatest thing ever right now, being the bandwagon jumpers that they are. Are they, you know, but... They covered last week, but they're not a covering machine, Mark, because I'll just cut to the chase. They're too big of favorites, aren't they, right now, because of Lamar Jackson and the media liking him so much. Would you agree with that, Mark? No question about that. You know, it's the Lamar Jackson circus in Baltimore these days, and the public just cannot get enough of them or him. He's going to play this football game here with that quad injury. It remains to be seen how effective he's going to be. But we just got word that – uh, Baltimore starting left tackle is going to be out for this game. Uh, Ronnie Stanley, and you know he's the main protector of Lamar Jackson. So we'll see whether or not that has an impact in the game. You know what I do know is Baltimore does have two division games on deck behind this to close out the season, uh, and you got the New York Jets playing their best football of the year. Uh, maybe it's not real good football, but nonetheless, it's they're playing their best football of the <laughs> it's football still the season best. here. <laughs> <laughs> it's all relative, yeah. Exactly, it's all relative. So, hey, Sam you know, relative... Go ahead. Sam Darnold's actually been okay. You're right. He's been pretty good. Um, there, there's some positive things. You know, there's also a lot of negative things around them, but you know, to me, it's tough, Cam, either way here. I don't want to lay 14 and a half points, 
but it's a big leap of faith to get on that plane with the New York Jets. Yeah, I just uh, looked at the number and just bet the Jets. At uh, my book, had 15, 15 and a half. That's ridiculous. Uh, but you're right, Gabe. Baltimore, could they blow them out? Yes, but to Mark's point, Darnold moved the ball. I know it was a win against Miami, but still they marched down the field and got the winning field goal. Look ahead spots for Baltimore. Uh, for them to win by 16, 17 points to cover, no thanks. I'll be betting the Jets, Gabe, but as Mark says, plugging my nose. Um, people often settle on a on a perception of a football team and then don't let it go, but a 16-game a season, 17 weeks, is pretty long, and there's going to be sort of ebbs and flows, and sometimes there's a team that people aren't really talking about and they get red hot down the stretch, and then boom, next thing you know, they're in the playoffs, and next thing you know, they're punching people in the mouth. Now, the Rams sort of have that feel a bit, but it's going to be tough for them to catch uh, the, the Vikings. Now, there's another team, Mark, and I see you like them in the playbook here, a team that people aren't talking about, but they're playing with some really solid football right now. That's the Chicago Bears getting five points against the Green Bay Packers, Mark. Yeah, you got the Chicago playing some pretty good football right now. Mitch Trubisky has finally uh, awoken from his hibernation. He's played three good football games in a row in, in the Green Bay Packers. I think you have the phoniest team in the National Football League. They own 10 wins, but they've only outgained, if you will, five opponents on the season here. I think this is a great spot for Chicago coming into the contest here. And uh, you're also talking about, uh, when you look at the game here, Mitch Trubisky, I mean, unbelievably, but when he's played in a division game and he has a, his team has a winning record, he's been in five of them. He's won and covered all five football games. I think this is a step-up game for Chicago, and I think they deliver the goods. Cam. Mark, I was going to ask you, uh, Tennessee, red hot. Uh, even when uh, they started that game against the Raiders with a pick and the Raiders took it in, they mauled him. Uh, Derrick Henry every year, not just fantasy, but reality. At this time of the year, he takes over. Houston, what a game, Mark. What do we do with this one? Tennessee and Houston should be an old-school dogfight. This is going to be one of my favorite games of the week. Yeah, Tennessee's really come alive since uh, they handed the ball to Ryan Tannehill. And, in fact, uh, you know they're, they're averaging 3.9 touchdowns a game with Tannehill. That's better than Baltimore's averaging with Lamar Jackson this football season here. So he's proven to be their messiah, Ryan Tannehill has. But I don't like their defense at Baltimore. They've allowed season-high yards in two of the last four football games they've played. And you've got two teams coming in in opposite directions here. Houston just getting blown out in Tennessee on this winning run here. A big football game for both teams in this contest here. I'm going to take the points with Houston and see if they can get Tennessee to level out in this football game. You know, Cam, I'm, I'm glad that you brought this game up, uh, actually, because I'm really looking forward to this game. The Houston Texans, one week they look great, the next week mediocre. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we, we've seen this story before. They play up and down the level of the competition. Another team that's really peaking right now, this Tennessee Titan football team, uh, Mark. And, I, I, you know, it slipped my mind. I've been so busy, and I wanted to – I know you're busy. But I wanted to ask you, because you remember before when Tannehill was on the Miami Dolphins, he was winning a lot of games, Mark. Like, do you know in his last, like, let's say 15, 20 starts what his record is? Because people are like now, oh, I can't believe Tannenhill is 6-1 and one in his last seven <laughs> starts with the Titans. And I'm thinking, you know what? I don't think you guys realize he was like 12-2 and two in his last 14 starts with the Fish. He just got hurt. Like, he would him. win six out yeah. of seven. He got hurt. 
you remember, Mark, he's, he's on a real run, not just right now, but he was on like a nice 12-3, and 13-3 run before, and I'm not crazy, am I? No, you're not. Uh, in fact, he was doing just that in Miami, and he was also quieting the fans down because they were clamoring at, with him as a starter. They were just a 500-at-best type team. But down here in Miami, if you're not Dan Marino, you're nobody. You're nothing. And you know he had a, a lot to live up to, and it was really, really way, way too much to ask of him to be Dan Marino. He was an excellent pickup by Tennessee, and he's proving to be the real deal down there. And he's the reason Marcus Mariota will be a free agent next year. Yeah, and uh, indeed, Tannehill, people sort of rolled their eyes at that uh, signing, but the thing with Tannehill, he's not a natural quarterback, so it took him a couple of years to you know, to understand how to read exactly. defenses and, and, and how, to, how to officially play uh, the position. Uh, Mark, uh, New England Patriots, like, finding out that the New England Patriots cheated again is like as shocking as finding out that Larry King cheated on a wife again, Mark. You know what I mean? It's like, well, <laughs> like, uh, you know, there's a reason why he's been married seven times. <laughs> you know? So I figured I had to go old school for Mark. You know, like I, I love know, it. Like, oh, yeah, I, I, I love your Larry yeah, yeah. King jokes. You're, yeah, I'm waiting for your Ishtar joke, Brancy, right? If you got to see one oh, movie yeah, this yeah, year, yeah. make it Ishtar. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Larry, Larry King's King USA to the Com was the best, Kev. Oh, Miami down there, right? <laughs> Larry King is legendary in Miami down here. He used to hang out at all the racetracks, and he still has a list a mile long of people that he owes money to that he's borrowed money from, and they've never seen him again. <laughs> so it's true. we don't see Larry King down here as much as we used to. <laughs> Larry, real legend, though, Larry. Yeah, as you would say, to, if you see one movie this year, make it Ishtar. Uh, like when it, my favorite line cam or what it was called, it was just like little like random thoughts. It was it was basically Twitter before Twitter. Yeah. Uh, actually, if you think about it, but I'll never forget, man, when he literally wrote, he said, uh, "Coke is a great drink, but so is Pepsi." <laughs> I, I agree with him. I love both. <laughs> it was like Coke is great, but so is Pepsi. It was like on to the next thought. <laughs> All right, Mark. New England Patriots laying 10 against the Bengals, but here they are cheating again, and they did it. It is what it is. Hopefully the NFL punishes them more severely so they finally learn a lesson, but they won't. They just keep getting away with it, so they'll just keep doing this stuff. But they're not playing good football. Um, I got burnt last week by the Bengals. I, you know, maybe this is a leap of faith. This is like the polar bear club, guys. Not the nose plug, the polar bear. It's like jumping into the ice-cold water here with the Bengals. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll be jumping in that water with you here. You know, this New England Patriot team, uh, I had read somewhere, it's like a, a person with a driver's license got a lot of points for a lot of violations on it, and they're still speeding these same days. Well, the same thing with the New England Patriots. They've been called for Spygate, and they're still spying on people. It's unbelievable that uh, they're, they're getting away with it, and I think it's time for Roger Goodell to put his foot down on this football program here. No, for real. Yeah, yeah absolutely for real. Yes. But as far as this yeah, football know, game is concerned here, this New England football yeah. team is not the real deal this year. They have Their offense is pathetic. They have no wide receivers. Their offensive line is getting old and gray in the tooth, much like Tom Brady is. And you got Andy Dalton, who is at his very best in his career playing football games in the month of December. He's given a little bit of a shot in the arm to the Bengals since he's made his two starts here. I don't think New England comes here and plays a real good football game. I think it's going to be a struggle for the Pats. 
All right, we'll wrap it up with this one, uh, Mark. Big football game, Sunday Night Football. The Buffalo Bills, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers game got flexed onto Sunday Night Football, NBC. Uh, Buffalo hard-fought loss against the Baltimore Ravens, but they held the Ravens to a season-low yards. You know, you know, Josh Allen struggled a little bit early. Uh, a lot of drop passes. I know you got to get out of here right now, but Bills are a better road team than they are home team this year, Mark. Love the Bills this week. And they're, and they're a great dog here also, Gabe. Big catch five of the last six. I'm on the Bills. Here we go. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. Thanks, Mark. Hey, my pleasure, guys. Be good. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, get on the grid. We're throwing it down uh, here. Thanks to Mark Lawrence for stepping up and in. I got to tell you, to be honest, Cam, like the first minute or two when Mark was on, I was like, man, did he just leave the dentist? Is he all like baked or something? Like he was sort of mumbling. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, man, because we were told before he's got to go. He can't be his, you know, he can only stay yeah. on, whatever. And he's like, hey, 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 guys. And he sort of came on. I'm like, man, I think this guy just left the dentist. He's all high on morphine. And, um, <laughs> No, no, he said he settled in. He said he settled in. Um, so um, we're settling in uh, right now as well. Lou Gamblue dot coms. Uh, Lou uh, will step up and in and uh, join us in the six o'clock hour uh, tonight. Uh, we'll jump into some UFC. We got a really cool fight in UFC cam actually. And before Lou comes on, just punch it up on your own screen, and you'll see it's uh, Colby Covington versus Usman. And oh, yeah. Covington's that jackass dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Squawk Box. That should be his nickname, Squawk Box. Um, he actually sells picks, Covington. Football really? picks. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He's a UFC fighter. This guy, he this sells guy picks. just looks like the all-American boy, eh? Like, he's just, this guy's too much. Yeah, he wears a MAGA hat. He's buddies with Don Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making fighting great again. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> Usman's gonna murder him. <laughs> I hope so. I'm telling you, he's gonna like he's gonna lose. Block. Yeah, yeah, Usman Usman's gonna get him. So yeah, Lou's gonna step up and in. Uh, so uh, big. Uh, let's get to this right now. Since with Lou, we'll talk NFL and Lou. If I ask Lou about Kawhi Leonard, I really don't know much about that. Gabriel, he's gonna <laughs> say so. <laughs> let's bring up uh, Kawhi and and I'll end up arguing with him about it. I mean, what do you mean? And the next thing you know, he'll say something. Well, I heard he's the one that didn't play, and like I'll be like, nay. <laughs> like it'll just escalate yeah. fast. So we want to ask Lou about that. But Kawhi Leonard back in Toronto tonight, and. Look, I'm in New York, obviously, guys, but I can tell. I've been following it and stuff, and I get it. I see the media, Cam. I see the billboards, the signs. I don't want to boom. I don't think he's going to get. I think it's going to be nothing but a love fest uh, for him tonight. 
And in fact, I think it's too much of a love fest. And I'm in between, Cam. And listen, you know, and anyone tuning in now that uh, knows me, if there's a big Raptor event, I'm there. You know what I mean? Like if the DeMar DeRozan night, boom. I spent thousands of dollars flying back to see a guy in a regular season game. You know, uh, home opener, uh, raising a banner, had to be there. NBA Finals, thousands, had to be there. There's moments where I had to be there. The way I look at it tonight was I don't have anything against Kawhi Leonard for leaving, but I'm not getting on a plane and flying around North America to go cheer him after. You hear what I'm saying? No, I agree. So He's gone. I you hope, realize he's gone. Uh, he is not yeah, on this he's team gone. anymore. Exactly. He helped you win a championship. And I'll, and there's a lot of a, there's a lot of different narratives out there too about oh Kawhi got us a championship. You know what? Toronto did a lot of things for Kawhi. He put him in a situation to make more money with the Clippers to go home to showcase this stuff and take it up a notch and win an NBA championship. So it was a marriage on both sides, Gabe. And a lot of people don't talk about that. The Clippers are favored by two oh, and a half right. in the game. I really, I really hope that the Raptors, you know, man up tonight and want to beat them. But instead of playing nice and uh, you know, should be a great game tonight. That's the thing that I hate. Like. When you're listening to some of these media reports, it's all about, oh, yeah, you know, Kawhi Leonard this, Kawhi Leonard that. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard was great, but let's talk about Fred Van Fleet stepping up. Siakam became an absolute monster that he continues to be. And all the other things, it was a perfect storm. Yes, he hit the winning shot against Philadelphia, but your decision to come to Toronto not just helped Toronto get a championship, it helped you too. He was very respectful today in his press conference, Gabe. I watched it on the news, but... You know, I really don't care either. You're you're an L.A. Clipper now. You're not a Raptor, so we're against you. You know, a little bit of an ovation. Then no, let's, well said. Let's go beat him down. Thank you. No, well said. You know, people, he, and honestly, he was one player on a team to win the championship. You know, he, was, he was a great player. Yeah. But great player. If you look yeah. at the playoffs, if you look at the playoffs, and specifically the finals, he never had one big game in the finals. And I know because I, I had him to win the MVP, and I used to bet his point totals every night. And every night in the finals, it was someone else. Van Fleet had, like, a massive night in the one game that they won. Kyle Lowry actually was a freaking stud in the finals, bro. He was. Lowry was dropping, Last like, game. 24, 26. In the clinching game, Kyle Lowry set, like, a record that only Michael Jordan yeah. and LeBron James had done. Like, 26, 8, 10 in a clinching game type thing. Um, Siakam went off. Ibaka had a big one one night. It was 14 and like 12, and he came up big. You know, Kawhi Leonard beat the Sixers. Like, that's the he thing. Without, the, without Kawhi Leonard, the Raptors would have lost to the Sixers. Like, he was at his best against the Sixers. Against the Bucks, he started to get tired. He started to get tired. I remember his shot was flat. He started to hit the wall against the Bucks. You know, in the first series against Orlando after they lost – he calmed everything down. The Philadelphia, he carried them. He carried the Raptors through the Philadelphia series. But once the Raptors got through that, everyone else sort of started punching. And, you know, listen, it was a special time. It was a great time. And I get it. Have the ceremony, you know, but let's rein it in a little bit. And another thing, Cam, after this, after this, I don't want to hear about the championship anymore. Like, yeah, and even over. me, I love it. It'll be a great memory, but it's over. Enough. I'm tired of seeing the, the, the Kawhi shot against Philadelphia. It's going to be another little love fest tonight about how great we are and, oh, it was great. 
We got to we got to worry about the Bucks now. The Boston yeah, Celtics. And the Celtics. Now. Like you exactly. said, Celtics Kawhi's are worried about Kawhi. Doc Rivers is worried about Doc Rivers. Enough. Like you know what I mean? We've lost three in a row now. Now Van Fleet's out tonight too. Great. So Van Fleet's out. We got to deal with this. And I got to tell you, I don't want to lose this effing game tonight. I'm going to pull a Bobby Knight. I'm sick and tired of losing to Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we already lost the last time. I don't want to lose this one. And I'll tell you what. You know, the Siakam battle is going to be intense, bro. I don't think uh, I don't think they're as close as people think, Siakam and Kawhi. I think Siakam's going to really go at him. And Kawhi's going to think, i got to shut this kid down. <laughs> so <laughs> Siakam's going to be in tough tonight. It's a tough spot, bro. It's a tough spot, but I believe in the Raptors. I think they can do it, even without Van Fleet. I agree. You know, and they, they gotta they gotta get up for this game. The thing that I really hate though is the love fest or whatever. You gotta get over it, man. That's one thing about sports, Gabe. And you talk about it when we played, and we never played professionally. But I can tell you one thing: when I played friends in hockey, there was no love fest. When I was on the ice. They'd want to pound me, and I'd want to pound them, and I usually had my better games against these guys because there was no love. I wanted to beat them down. You want to go out for a beer at the end of the game, that's fine, but during it, I'm not talking to you, and I hope the Raptors take that approach to Kawhi. Be polite during the ceremony. Enjoy your ring, buddy. Now let's go play basketball, and we're going to be in your face all night long. That's the way I want uh, them to approach the situation. Yeah, it's just frustrating. It's like another like banner ceremony or something. I know. Like, it's, it's, uh, we don't it's, need to I have know, a ceremony for him. I they know. better not go over the top, bro. Like, I'd have nothing, to they be will. honest. Like, I would literally, it would be like a 60-second. I would, no, you can't have, like, I don't know how they're going to handle it. I know they're going to go over the top because that's who the Raptors are. So, you can't be like, oh, and Kawhi, and here's your ring. No, 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 no. Give them the ring now. Like, whatever. And not even in a big deal. He screwed us. Let's not forget this. He screwed us. All right? Meet him in the hallway. Shake his hand. Masai Ujiri. Here's your ring, bro. Best of luck the rest of the year. Pat him on the shoulder. Before the game starts, nothing longer than 60 seconds, bro. 60 seconds. We welcome Kawhi Leonard back to Toronto. We had a great run. We wish you the best of luck with the L.A. Clippers. Quick run. I don't want uh, no eight-minute ovations or none of this crap, bro. Polite applause. Move on. He doesn't care about you people. Nobody loves the Raptors more than I do, all right? I'm not there for a reason. He doesn't care, all right? What did he say? He said, just another game that I want to win. He said, I'm happy to be back and get my ring, but, you know, it's little thank you crap, Cam. I called this, bro. When, you know, he didn't even do that thank you thing. That's New Balance that did that. That's not him. Yeah. Right? He did the same thing with the Spurs. He never thanked the city of San Antonio or never thanked Spurs fans until he went back, i.e. until I freaking have to. Right? Until I have to. And, oh, yeah, the shoe company will do it for me. Uh, I don't have social media. Ha, ha, ha. Whatever, bro. Like, I hope they kick his ass, man. It's too bad Van Fleet ain't playing. It pisses me off now, but I'm getting fired up. I really hope the Raptors can't don't lose tonight. It's going to piss me off if they do. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. we got to worry about Paul George to now, win. too. Yeah, Paul George is a <laughs> Paul real George problem. George just like, oh. PG, PG, PG's a big problem as much as Kawhi Gabe. Just, I know we're not going to be able to talk to Gamblu about this, but uh, 
Another story today was the Montreal group, Gabe, with the Tampa Bay Rays, and their owner came out and talked about basically, I can't envision a team staying in Tampa Bay. That was his quote. Uh, the experiment, their lease expires in 2027. Really, nothing's going to get done because the city of St. Pete shut that down to start the Montreal experiment. But I got to believe, I know we talked to Kurtz about this before, in 2028, I have to believe that the Tampa Bay Rays will be the Montreal Expos, the way things are going. The guy has no faith in keeping the team there. 29th in attendance, and if it wasn't for city council, this uh, Montreal experiment would start a hell of a lot sooner. Yeah, you know, I've been, I, I've, I've seen this stuff at this um, 2028 stuff is depressing as well. I don't know it's what the hell time. they're doing. They're not, yeah, they're not going to last that long. Like, I don't know. I mean, the owner of Tampa is saying, guys, it won't work till 2028. Like, <laughs> exactly. I, I don't like. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it anymore. I, can, I All I do know is that the collective bargaining agreement's coming up here soon, and the Expos are at the front of the line for an expansion team. So maybe they have to give up on the Rays, and it has to be an expansion team. Montreal ownership has said it has to be a team already. And I don't know, dude. I, I can't say I'm going to lose hope. I think they'll be back one day. Maybe it won't be as, as soon as we would have, have hoped. You know, we thought 2023, 2024. I don't get this. You know, but it seems like, you know, the the, the owner's like, we want to go to Montreal. And now, you know, in his interview yesterday, he sort of dropped that if you guys don't accept this, I'm just going to sell the team. Like, That's he dropped thing. that as well. Yeah, he goes, you know, I don't need, you know, no one's forcing me to keep this team. Yeah, there's a lease. Leases are meant to be broken, Cam. Like, he might just turn around and sell it to Montreal, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Good. Like, you need the permit. You need, I, guess. I think it's very complicated. It's just complicated. Yeah. One thing is, though, there are other cities involved now that sure. want baseball. And they've done it, you know, before they didn't really have anything. It was like, we need two new cities, and they had Montreal and nobody else. Vegas is an option, although I don't think it's going to happen. As crazy as it sounds, like Orlando Cam, which will be a massive failure. Like It's in Central uh, man, uh, Anyways, It's so close to Tampa Bay. Are you an idiot? Like, that is the dumbest thing. When I saw Orlando in the story, I go, do you not understand the proximity between Orlando and Tampa Bay? Orlando's UCF, Tampa Bay, when you look at Florida, it's not up Jacksonville, Miami down there. It's Central Florida. If it's not going to work in Tampa Bay, it's not going to work in Orlando. Come on. No, how it is in Orlando in the summer? No. And they're like, like, oh, well, we'll make a dome. Yeah, yeah, you make a dome, and people don't want to go to dome like they don't go to Tampa, you idiots. The heat from the sun and the dome. Sunset. I think Charlotte, Charlotte's in. Portland wants in. I don't know, there's a few. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made.
All right, countdown is on. Raptors and Clippers tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern. I'm getting fired up for this game, actually. Now I wish I was there. But if I was there, uh, Cam, it would turn, and I'd get into a Raptor fans, the old Bay Street bootlickers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would turn yeah. on Kawhi after a few drinks, bro. You know me. I of course would do. You would. I yeah, told yeah, no. Yeah, I would like. I would a have lock. a fear That's like, dude. I, yeah. Shut at, up. At the home opener, I tried I to get a chant going. <laughs> I got a chant. I was trying to get a chant going. We don't need you. Like the the Islanders with Tavares, and uh, people are like, "Hey, man, we love him hey. and stuff." Like, I like him, Not but work. I'm like you. I love Kawhi Leonard still. But Cam, like even right now, I'm like, bro, like let's go. Like you know what I mean? When the game starts, I'd push him in the first row type thing. I wouldn't care. Like I'd be like, oh, all right, I dude. You. Hey, you're on the Clippers now. Hey, because he'll do that to you, bro. He'll swipe the ball out of Siakam's hands so fast, Cam. Like they, they Nick Nurse got to tell these guys, don't fall for it. Don't like, oh, he's a nice guy. He's gonna pick your pocket, man. All right. <laughs> like Kyle Lowry knows. Uh, looking at the props here tonight. All right, so I'm a little worried about Siakam now because I know he's going to have Kawhi Leonard on his ass, Cam. That's a problem. I'm a little concerned about that. Yeah. Like, so you have that's, to go, that's you have to go shopping worried. somewhere else, right, Some for some shooters. That's where yes. you go with the props tonight. Well, Van Fleet out. Right? Van Fleet out, Kyle Lowry. 18 and a half points for Kyle Lowry as prop. It's a lot, but he'll get over that tonight. He'll have to carry the load. He'll shoot a lot. He has to. He knows, too. Being yes. the leader that he is, he knows he needs to be aggressive offensively tonight. They can't win unless Kawhi Leonard score, unless uh, Kyle Lowry drops 22 or 24 camp. Like, they yeah, need agree. it. He'll go over. They're going to need He'll it. He'll go over. You know, 19, 20. It's 18 and a half. Um, all right, so here, here are the props uh, here. Kyle Lowry is 18 and a half. Kawhi Leonard, 24 and a half. OG's going to be on him. That's going to be an interesting battle. Paul George, 23 and a half. They held held Kawhi last time. Like, Kawhi only scored like 11 points or something against them. I like that Lowry over. They're going to want it. He's going to shoot follow you. All right, get on the grid. We'll hit this more. I'll keep on looking for the props here, guys.